It's time for The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. I'm your host, Julie Bastide. This radio ministry has been broadcasting since 1984, and the purpose is to challenge workplace Christians to see their jobs as their mission field. You know, Julie, as Christ followers, we're supposed to overflow with thanksgiving all the time, right? But that's just not mm-hmm. easy to do. It should be our distinctive, though, as Christians, that we are thankful and joyful consistently. So today I want to talk about being thankful and contented even when things are not going so well. Mm, And I can see that from your title, which is Dancing in the Rain. Don't you think that the way we deal with the rainstorms of our lives says a lot about our faith walk, how much we know and trust God? I mean, it's easy enough to dance when life is good, things are going our way, but when the storms come and the rain pours, dancing gets a little harder. <laughs> well, that's that's really true. You know, when things are going along fine, it's just not hard to be joyful and like the Bible tells us, rejoice in the Lord always. But when life gets tough... That's when our faith is tested, and that's when people are watching Mm. us. (laughs) So it's really important that we learn to dance in the rain. We're eager to hear how to do that. I got this title about dancing in the rain when I read this. Life's not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. There's a lot of truth in that statement. You know, none of us is exempt from storms, and in fact, God sends and allows storms in our lives to be used for good. In Acts 27, we read about a storm that came upon Paul as he was sailing to Rome. Paul was a prisoner. He had no authority or freedom, but there he was. And don't miss this. He was in that storm because God was sending him where God wanted him to be, to Rome. This storm did not catch God by surprise. God didn't look down from heaven and say, Oh my goodness, what is happening to Paul? How in the world did he get himself in such a mess? (laughs) No, Paul was in that storm because he was doing God's will. He was a prisoner because he was preaching the gospel. You remember, after Jesus had fed the 5,000, he told the disciples to go get in the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and they did what Jesus told them to do, and guess what happened? They found themselves in the midst of a storm. Another time, they followed him onto a boat, and he went to sleep, but without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake, a storm on the lake, and Jesus was in the boat. In all of these situations, Paul and the disciples were doing exactly what Jesus told them to do, and then they found themselves in the midst of terrible storms. If anyone tries to tell you that a Christian is exempt from storms, they are not telling you the truth. Nothing in Scripture would validate that. In fact, just the opposite. Peter writes, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering as though some strange thing were happening to you, but rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Your storm has not taken God by surprise, but what does it mean to dance in the rain? The bottom line is it means to have a grateful and thankful heart no matter what your circumstances. The Bible says to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And again, it tells us to always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are to give thanks in our storms and for our storms. 
That's what it means to dance in the rain. You may be thinking, do you really expect me to thank God for being laid off or getting a bad report from my doctor or losing someone close to me or watching my grown child stray far from God? Well, I recognize that seems difficult, if not impossible, but those are not my instructions or my idea. It's the inspired Word of God to us to give thanks in and for everything. I think of a dear friend who lost his eyesight in midlife. He went through some tough days when he learned he would eventually go blind. But he will tell you now that it is one of the best things that ever happened to him. Not that he likes being blind, but he has become such an amazing man of God because that blindness has driven him to love and trust God more. Learning to give thanks in and for everything just comes down to simple obedience. Doing what God says to do even though you don't want to, even when your heart is not in it. Maybe that's what it means to give a sacrifice of praise, to thank and praise God when it just doesn't make sense. I know God will honor that obedience. James 1-2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That storm you're going through, whether from God or simply used by God, is for a purpose, to supply something lacking in your life. Is faith lacking? A storm will grow your faith faster than anything else. Is joy lacking in your life? The joy of the Lord becomes your strength in the midst of a storm. Is humility lacking? A storm will blow away that pride in your heart and put you on your knees and teach you true humility. What is lacking in your life? Courage? A storm will give you a backbone and untie your tongue so that you're not ashamed of the gospel. All things still work together for good for those who love the Lord, so that's why we can dance in the rain. You know, you can go through a storm and never realize God's purpose for you in that storm. You can choose to worry, to complain, to be bitter, to manipulate and run and talk to everybody else about it and totally miss the good God has for you in the storm. If it's your desire to really fly above your storms, to dance in the rain instead of responding in fear and dismay, step one in this rain dance is to face your fears. Storms tend to grip our hearts with fear. Every time we had a thunderstorm, my little dog would become very fearful. He'd run to me and want to be close to me and look for a hiding place. It makes me reflect on how I react to storms of life. Fear causes me to panic, to run, to try to get away. I was talking with a young career woman about the challenges she's facing on her job, and she said that she's been so intimidated and made so fearful by her co-workers that she just wants to get out of there. My advice was that before she runs away from that fearful situation, she needs to have victory over the fear. Fear comes from the evil one, and if she decides to leave that job, it should be in victory, not in defeat. As long as your heart is filled with fear, you won't be able to dance in the rain. Fear's like wearing lead shoes. It keeps you bound, and it's hard to put one foot in front of the other, much less dance. Remember that the good things are on the other side of fear. How do you get rid of fear? You attack it with the Word of God. Here's some good weapons. 
Psalm 23, 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Psalm 27, 3, though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. And Romans 8, 15, for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. Now, these are just a few of the hundreds of passages that teach us not to fear. If you want to dance in the rain, then face the fear and start literally quoting Scripture against it. I promise it will set you free. Here's another important step in learning to do this rain dance, and that is to look for someone to encourage and help. Get outside of yourself, ask God to impress on your mind someone you should personally help, and then become very intentional about helping them, whatever that means. It could mean give them some money, give them some time, help them get a job done, send words of encouragement, provide a meal, so many things. Remember, you reap what you sow, so sow what you need. A farmer who wants to eat or sell corn doesn't sow beans, he sows corn. So if you need encouragement, sow it. If you need money, sow it. If you need help in finding a job, sow it. A friend of mine has lung cancer, and they told her she would die in six months. Well, she's into year four now, and though weak, she's still with us. She's amazingly joyful and in good spirits, but she recently told me that she's just tired of being sick and wishes to be with Jesus. Well, that's understandable, but I reminded her that God has a purpose for her even in these really horrendous circumstances. And you know, she said, well, I guess you're right. So many people have told me how I have encouraged them to deal with their sicknesses, and none of them is as serious as mine. There, I told her, God is using you even though the circumstances are pretty terrible. Who knows how many people you have encouraged and inspired, including me. So you may be thinking that you cannot help others until your storm is over, but believe me, you can. In fact, one of the purposes for your storm is to give you understanding and sympathy for others in the storm. Isaiah 58 says, Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe him and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. Your help comes when you start caring and helping others. I read this poem recently entitled, Weather Report. Any day I am vertical is a good day. That's what I say, and I give thanks for my health. If you ask me, how are you? I'll answer, I'm great, because in saying so, I make it so, and I give thanks I can choose my attitude. When life gives me dark clouds and rain, I appreciate the moisture that brings a soft curl to my hair. When life gives me sunshine, I gratefully turn my face up to feel its warmth on my cheeks. 
When life brings snow, I dash outside to catch the first flakes on my tongue, relishing the icy miracle that is a snowflake. Life's events and experiences are like the weather. They come and go no matter what my preference. So I might as well decide to enjoy them, for indeed there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Each season brings its own unique blessings, and I give thanks. You may be facing tough times these days, but my friend, if you belong to Jesus, you have what it takes to dance in the rain, to truly be joyful in the Lord always. I hope you'll truly determine by God's grace not to let fear or worry or despair overtake you. Instead, to say with Job, but he knows the way that I take, and when he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. So as you face your storm today or whenever it comes along, ask God to show you how to dance in the rain, to rejoice even in the midst of the storm. It is the joy of the Lord that is our strength. And if you will choose to dance in your storm, you will have the strength you need to endure it. Dancing in the rain. It's really a choice we make, isn't it? Well, maybe you'd like to read this devotional again or listen to it again just to help you remember to dance in the rain. You'll find a copy of it on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. Or you can call us and we'll mail you a copy, 630-462-0552. Well, grounded identity is the theme for our 2023 weekend getaway because we need to first find our identity in Christ in order to love Him and those around us. Will you join us this April 14th through 15th in Itasca, Illinois, as we come together to spend time in the Word and in fellowship? You can find more details and register on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. We look forward to seeing you there. Whether it's for you or someone you know, it is our honor to pray for you. You can share your request with us through our website at christianworkingwoman.org. I'm Julie Bustide, thanking you for joining us today, and we look forward to being with you again next week for The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. Mm -hmm.